Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Free coming live from the West Village of Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. We'll take the earless community as well. Thank you. And if and if you're sitting here being like, I haven't told anybody about it, it's time. Pay up, motherfucker. Time to let a friend know, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, a coworker. It is the summertime, J train season. Let someone know they're going on a long flight. They're they're like your your dear old Uncle J train. Right now, if you're following me on Instagram, I'm summering on the on the shores of the French Riviera. That's right. Wee wee motherfucker. I got my beret on, I got my striped shirt on, my baguette out of my the front of my bike. Ring ring, that's me. Share the podcast with someone like me who's traveling. They're out there. Get it done. Also, I'm on the road. Once I'm back, I am back, heading right back into the teeth of the tiger. Okay? I got shows. New York City Live You Up Podcast. We're doing it. Come on out. I'm gonna be in Dayton. Ooh, Dayton. I think Dayton is the the French Riviera of the Midwest. Brooklyn, New York for the Chosen Comedy Festival. Bunch of Jews on stage telling jokes. It's going to be like the Catskills. Going to be in Washington, D.C., Royal Oak, Michigan, Albany, New York, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Timonia, Maryland, Richmond, Virginia. JaredFried.com for tickets. JaredFried.com for tickets. Um, In addition to that, the TED Talk is out. Yes, I did a TED Talk. It's out there. We want you to go watch it. I want you to go enjoy it. I want you to, you know... Thank, and I've gotten a lot of great messages. I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Been very sweet, very nice. People are very excited. I get the weird part is you get a lot of like congratulations. To me, this isn't like a congratulations thing. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, I don't want to sound. I don't, uh, do I sound unappreciative, Shelby? You know what I mean? Like now's the time we want this thing to grow. The the job is not over, as they say. Yeah, I want it to go. I want you guys to watch it and I want you to send it to a pal, a friend, someone who's dating. Maybe they're new to the dating world. Maybe they are just entering in. Maybe they're divorced or maybe they just started going out with someone and they were like, who should have paid for the date? Because it's called Who Should Pay for the First Date. It is about that subject. I want you to comment and like on their YouTube page. It's very helpful because... You know, doing the TED Talk wasn't an accomplishment. It's what does the TED Talk do for me? You'd be like, Jared, that sounds unappreciative. I hope it doesn't, Shelby. No, I think I'm being realistic. I want the TED Talk to be a bit of a, like a like a business card, a virtual business card. I want you to be like, oh, this podcast I like, oh, J-Train. Go watch the TED Talk. You'll get it from there. So it's called Who Should Pay for the First Date? It's in the link of my Instagram. Thank you for all the kind words. I've gotten so much great feedback. But I want you to watch it and share it. Share it, share it, share it. You know, congratulations. They don't pay the rent. Okay? We want you to share. Let people know. Very excited about today's guest. Uh, An OKP to the podcast. Original key player. Making their return. (laughs) Co-host of the Girls Gotta Eat podcast, Raina Greenberg. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Great I'm to very see excited. you. Very excited in the flesh. Thank you. It's nice to be in your apartment. Right. I haven't been here before. This is a first time. I welcome s- to the, <laughs> welcome to the Thunderdome. I see as where I people hop on the train. That's I like your right. bed. I like your headboard. Got a nice headboard. It yeah, is. a beautiful. You know, it's a small apartment. You know, I had I was 
this is uh, I, I, I when I first moved here, it felt very you know because I was getting out of a relationship. It felt very divorced dad. Nothing in the fridge, uh-huh. bed as you walk in, you know, studio layout. And now I've become more comfortable, maybe too comfortable. What do you think? I think the bed is really nice. I think Thank it you. looks a little feminine in a good way. It yes. looks adult. It looks adult by feminine. I mean, it looks like, like a, a girlfriend woman picked did it out it. for yeah. you. Yes, yeah. my mom picked it up. <laughs> knew a man did not pick that <laughs> no, bed out no um the couch is nice the tv is a nice size you have clothes everywhere um i know I, well this is the thing you keep the, you, you literally you just left and the, like i i'm giving things away you know this in podcast world they send you shit i request to not have anything nothing I what about like they that. sponsor you gotta try it sponsors i will take their stuff mm. um and i usually all their sponsor all of our sponsors i use the stuff like the mattresses the bedding of course the suitcases whatever other than that like when pr companies are like i want to send you this stuff i don't want it See, i don't want you to spend a hundred dollars on a box of shit for me i'm not going to promote and i know you're used to that world the, the pr world just coming you know in your prior life doing you know food stuff mm-hmm. i'm sure people were like we're opening a place we want to send you and then they end up sending you junk and it's like yes. one good thing and 30 bad things yes this is the inside world of the pr game when you have a if you follow an influencer and they're like oh my god look at this box oh my god I, and you know what it's also the premiere of you know fugly's go to camp and you're like what <laughs> and it's like because someone was like hey i want to send you something and they'll be like always sandals Always like Always a, little, a tote bag, a tote bag mm-hmm. that you don't want, and then a little tiny like champagne bottle, and then it'll be like an Oculus, and you're like, oh okay, I'll take the Oculus. Yeah, the Oculus I'll take. Yeah. But it's usually like we want to promote this mascara, but inside mm. of the box there's like a tote bag, a mug, a keychain with the company's name on it, and I feel bad because I've a I have like gotten all this stuff, probably cost you a hundred dollars to send this to me, and I don't want any of it, and I'm not going to promote it. You just want them to send you the one thing, the one thing. Just give me the, give me the three D oculus i can you know watch virtual porn thing and then the rest will call it even yeah so ashley and i launched a new company this year called vibes only and it's yes. um, a sex toy company and there's an app also which we can't get you on it i've been trying to get you on for maybe a year. one maybe. day <laughs> we'll <laughs> see now you've put me in a position where now i can never be on it why because i want it too bad you want it too bad I this is the so thing I would have done it. It wasn't like I was like hiding out from doing. So you have an app that goes with the experience. It's a full 360 degree degree experience and it's called Vibes Only. Go check it out. You can go get your vibrators. What do we got? Vibrators? Well, the, the, to finish my thought, we sent people the gift boxes, but it mm. had the vibrator and like a blowjob gel in it, which is a flavored gel. Okay. Um, What's and, the flavor? Uh, we have mango right now. We are coming out with vanilla Ma- frosting. What makes you decide on mango as so, a blowjob I'll tell flavor. you what. Um, so we got, we, we've tried I like love 20 mango. Don't flavors. Get me wrong. We tried like 20 flavors. Mm. Um, we originally tried like three or four and I tested them out on my ex mm. and and that was the one that I liked the most. And so okay. I picked it. Was it the most mango-y or is it like, you know how like, a, you know how like a purple marker is supposed to be great, but it's just purple? Uh-huh. Is this just mango? Is it like, you know, kind of mango-ish or is it actual mango? It tastes like, I mean, it's not, I don't know what it's actually made of. I mean, I could read the back of the box, but uh, I, the I picked the one counts? that didn't, I, I think it's low cal, mm-hmm. so you don't have to worry okay, about like, messing up your diet while you're sucking dick. But um, I picked the one that was, I didn't want to be like super sugary or super like chemically tasting. Yeah. I wanted it to just taste like there's just a hint of mango while you're sucking a dick. 
How much do you put on? Do you slather the dick? Is it like a hot dog situation? You put it on top like mustard? No, what do you, you do? Just, they do the curly cue? That'd be fun. It's just a treat. You know, you use it sparingly. You're not okay. supposed to be like ingesting huge amounts of it. So it's are you are you putting it on like a masseuse? Like I'm trying to think of like yes. the other side of the experience. Like mm-hmm. I so you're so basically the guy's lying on his back uh-huh. and there's a let me let me get you going and then you you know you put it all so it's like getting, you know, aloe put on after a hot day in the Suck. Yeah, it depends on what you like. I mean, you could I, you put it in the fridge and then use it on the somebody's fridge. Dick. Yeah, Ooh, this is like putting a putting a chocolate bar in the fridge. You're <laughs> like, oh, this was a added bonus. I like that. Yes. So you just I I mean, it's nice. You put a whole show on. So you drop mm-hmm. a little bit on their dick, and then it's like it's like a lube. It's the texture of a lube. So you can use your hand a little bit, but it's for it's for you, the person who's sucking the dick, to just enjoy the blowjob a little. Could more. I put it on a vagina? So I mean, I guess the flavors would have to be more you know savory. Well, two things. Vagina rings savory to me. Like you put like gravy. You put <laughs> mustard flavor. You think you dick have, is sweet and vagina is, sweet is savory. And vagina is savory. I don't know. It's got to mix with the pH levels. Because it's you fishy. No, nah, I didn't say that. Uh, nickely. Like a nice. Not a not <laughs> fishy. Like a nickel. Only if someone's on their period. Listen, nickel-y. I'm just saying a little nickel. A little copper. I don't mind a little copper. I'm just saying... <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's got to mix with the vagina. Like the dick is like tofu. It takes on the flavor of whatever you put it in. Yes, it's external versus internal this organs. Is right. So we do not, it's not meant Cinnamon for would work use. with a vagina, I feel like. Yeah. I would like cinnamon. A cinnamony vagina. I think a flavor on a vagina would actually help men to be better at going down on women. Because I would imagine a lot of guys are just, you know, uh, 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 you know, the, you want to get into it, right? Um, I was saying to Ashley that we should have one that you can't. So the gel That's is what not. I'll do my first video. The gel is not will... meant to um, be used for internal use, so we okay. don't. You, you got to be careful. Be putting it on a vagina. And... So hold on, what happens if you spread, you know, the melon on the cock, the, the mango? <laughs> get your <laughs> get your mango cock ready, and then they're like, "I want to fuck you." You have to wash it off. The official statement of the company is that it's not meant for internal okay. use. Okay, okay, we got to be careful here. Different. I mean, I sucked a dick and then had sex right after. And you were fine. I had no problem. But no, I, S, you know, no, uh, what's it called? Not I had no rash, no breakout, no UTI. That was the, no UTI. the letter I was looking for. But no, I officially I would not tell people to do that. Yeah, I guess there's. So I got. Listen, this is for a night that you're having. You got to be ready to jump in a shower, uh-huh. jump out a shower, get a new towel. This is going to be. Or maybe your vagina is a little nickely because you're on your period, that's right. and so, you're just going to suck a dick as a treat and go out, like you just finish the blowjob. Little treat suck. I yeah. love it. See, okay, so vibe. Where do they go to get all the vibes? Only Everything's stuff? at vibesonly.com. Instagram, vibesonly.com. website, app, everything. Jared might be on it someday, but I do One want day. it too badly. No, that will be like you know, if you buy in for the app. You, the five dollar maybe will be Jared's on. That's Jared's the ten dollar premium model. Premium model. <laughs> You're behind yeah. a paywall. <laughs> I'm behind a paywall. You want to get through to the the big boss man. So you don't like eating pussy. What are you talking about? You said that that would be like your video would be like about how talking about to like how you can enjoy it more. No, you like my it? video would be me putting the savories and discussing which flavors to put on. Got it. Got it. I am the king of conolingus. You the, love it. Love it. Okay. It's my favorite thing to do in the world. In the I, world. Yeah, okay. I'm a big fan. I like. I think most men, confident men, like to do it. Um, if you're confident in it, I think most men like to do it because, again, it's 
we do like playing video games. Okay. So it's like, like the we, we want to get you off. Uh -huh. We want to finish the level. That's why guys always sound ridiculous. Did you did you have an orgasm? Did you do? Did you? And we because we want to know. Of That's course. What, it puts us in a position to sound ridiculous, but it comes from a good place. Of course, it comes from a good place. I think that more than ever, men are being like raised and taught that like women should come as well. This isn't mm -hmm. just for your experience. Some Everybody say it's this podcast that did it. It is yeah, probably the, this podcast. The, nothing to do with the Connelling is czar yeah. over here, pushing young men across this great nation. Thank you for your service. So you're welcome. You're welcome, ladies. You're welcome. I don't, I'm going to tell you, I don't care about having somebody go down on me. No? I don't like it. I Come on. I, I just don't like it. Have you it. had bad experiences? I have, no, and everybody I've ever been with wants to do it, can't stop doing it, loves it. I I can get off. I can. I have like really good orgasms from penetrative sex. Really? But you don't see anything in the, no value in the appetizer, the fluff game, you know, getting it ready. I see value in somebody else enjoying their experience. If mm. they enjoy a little appetizer foreplay but sure. i would rather the appetizer be me sucking a dick and then we have sex wow see i would feel knowing that i would feel like i don't you know i don't want to do i guess i guess i'm not the sexual partner that does things for me you know what i mean like i like to know that there's mm -hmm. this is being loved on the other end some that people be, eat pussy for them though like i suck dick for me i enjoy i, I eat pussy probably for me too but i'm yeah. saying it's got to be a little bit for them yeah. Right? Like, uh -huh. I, I don't know. I got to feel. Now, on this subject, now, you just went to Europe. Yeah. I am in Europe right now on my Carmen San Diego Riviera excursion. You're treating you well. Yeah. Treating me well. Did you hook up? Did you meet people? Was there any, you know, you were in Italy. We watched the whole trip. I watched every Instagram story. <laughs> you were in Italy. You were in Positano. You were in Portugal. You went with Ashley, your co-host. Uh -huh. What did... How was the meeting people experience, or did you just put that aside? No, I don't. I mean, I don't put it aside or go after it really heavily. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I go out, I enjoy my night. If I meet somebody, great. I I've never been the kind of person that like goes out. I'm like, gotta meet a guy, gotta hook up, sure. gotta find somebody. And I feel like actually Going when you're a little more chill, okay. like actually you probably attract more people if you just relax a little bit about it. It doesn't feel so thirsty. True, true. Um, I found that men... I Let the night come to you, yes. so to speak. I agree with And that. I mean, whatever. I don't also don't go out with an ex expectation of like, if I go go home alone, it's a bad night. No, I, I agree with you. Yeah. And especially you're in Europe. You know, mm -hmm. like uh, you had some wine, you had a good dinner, time to go home, yeah, get out the vibes only. Yeah. Or just Put, use my own finger. Yeah. Or use your own. <laughs> you go analog or, you know, throw <laughs> Julio Gallerati on the, uh, on the horn and... Start flicking, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, I masturbate right to Julio. His girlfriend <laughs> loves <the> app. that. <laughs> um, I think that it's summertime. People are mm. traveling. They're on vacation. Everyone's like looking to hook up. Everyone's like looking around there's more. A lot of looking. Yes, there's a yeah. lot of sexual energy. Mm. I felt that more so than I've experienced in America. Men just approach you a lot. Really? Like a ton. See, that's intimidating to me as a guy. I'm going on this vacation. I am a little lazy. You know, the idea of like <laughs> getting out of the chair. Hey, how you doing? Where are you coming from? Like I'll, I'll, I'll look very touristy. I'll uh -huh. have this shirt on, camera around my Don't neck. Don't wear that shirt. This no. This this is a no-go for Europe. It's this not is for me. It's not for me. <laughs> I have a whole Europe outfit plan. What's it look like? I have one pair of pants, one shirt <laughs> for 11 days. No, you I'm don't. No, I, I, <laughs> Jared just told me he has like a travel planner to plan his whole trip. And he's I have a one whole, shirt. yeah, one shirt. And then also PJs with the big hat and the pom-pom. 
that's no. how you that's how you lock them down that's right that's so what you wear did, while did you, you meet anyone when you were yeah you have to move aside the pom-pom head when i'm going down you just swinging you're just swinging around your head <laughs> while you go down on people uh yeah I, I made out a lot i did not sleep with anybody okay so we were uh what are they uh, a kissing a kissing slot i was a kissing booth a kissing booth yeah oh, that's a more appropriate way sure so, whatever uh, were they italians were they americans who were you meeting um a lot of british guys the brits an egyptian guy hello an uh, egyptian yeah <laughs> this is <laughs> you went <laughs> you went all over the clue board this is crazy or all over the <laughs> yeah i went all over the globe yeah i don't discriminate um uh, listen this isn't a for or against either but <laughs> just the range is really the surprising yeah. part <laughs> Um, he was my first Egyptian, and uh, I would say of all the men, mm. the Greeks were my favorite. The Greeks, the Greeks. I, I you know, I, my my family's right now in Greece, okay. and I always my family looks a little Greek. We got we got a lot of yeah, Greek, skin, Italian, hair. Greek, uh-huh. Jewish. What uh, what about them? And were they approaching you? They were coming out the Greeks. They were like you know uh, a fetisto, and you were like Palakalo, let's go. They were approaching me. They were approaching everybody. I mean, everybody's on vacation, right? So what I like about hooking up on vacation mm. is like you meet people, and they could, they'll probably be gone tomorrow. So it's like an exploding offer. So totally. people are just like, let me make myself known. Mm-hmm. Let me get in there. Like let's hook up. And it's agreed upon on both parties. Yeah. There's no expectation. Yeah, is, is really the thing. Just so, fun. Look, give me an example. Let's hear the goods a Greek guy comes up to you in a bar when because I'm looking uh-huh. for my own notes I'm going on this vacation and I want to be and I'm going alone well I was so, going to a lot of party places where well, I think you're walking around if it's a place where I, so I know you like bars where you sit I love a sit love and a, love I a love chair. that too but it's hard to meet people in those kind of bars so what kind of bars are you going to lazy rivers what's <laughs> there's a lot of movement <laughs> so like for example we went to this place um at the oh my god what is it called it begins with an N uh, the Ned Hotel in London okay it's a Soho House property Property, mm-hmm. And I went to happy hour at the Ned Hotel. And so that's a good way to go. Great way to go. Yeah. Um, people are moving around. They're standing. It's happy hour. It's social. Mm. It doesn't feel like this is the last hour of the night. Time to just bag whatever and go home. Totally. You want you want dusk is the best time to meet someone. Dusk is perfect. Yes. yes. The, ha- the golden hour, so yes. to speak. Yeah. Also, there's like, I mean, you can leave if you want to. Happy hour is like, you know, I got to get out of here. I got plans later. Sure. Well, that uh, th- that's a big point with like meeting someone. Happy hour is great because it's like, hey, I got to go. Let me get your number. Yep. You know, and then it becomes now we we can reassess and come back to it if we'd like. There's safety in that. Yeah, it's great. So Listen. I met a lot of people standing. So standing there's, there's Raina's advice. Go follow <laughs> Raina at Raina.Greenberg. On Instagram, girls gotta eat. Go, go, go. Go follow if you don't already. Also, vibes only. Vibesonly.com. Right. Get involved. Get Are you doing so it's vibrator? It's dick sucking cream (laughs) (laughs) on the website right now there's vibrators that are good for partner play there's Mm -hmm. there's one that's good for travel we have a lube and a blowjob gel and we're coming out with all kinds of stuff what about and uh, we anything for men? What do we? What's the on the male side of these um, things? We, We're, I mean, first of all, you can you can use all these toys with your partner. Okay, yeah. Listen, I can I can use my you're lightsaber. Talk, yeah, you're I talking about it. butt plugs. So yeah. we are designing a fantastic butt plug. I'm very really? excited about. Okay, yes. and I'm wearing it right now. It's very comfortable. Yes, though. and there's a remote <laughs> in the app, so I'm actually controlling it um, across Ooh, from Jared. While that's in fun. His butthole. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, turn it down. We're gonna start reading emails. <laughs> J Train Podcast 
podcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Here with Raina Greenberg. Go follow. We are sponsored. Rothy's. Nothing makes me feel more confident than a compliment on my clothes. See? Raina was sitting here like, oh, I love that shirt. No, she didn't say that, actually. Okay. Should have worn a Rothy shirt. But I do. Shirt. I, I should have worn a Rothy shirt if they had a shirt. They but they, they have the best. I will say, I have Rothy's driving shoe. I have the camo in a, it's like a white, off-white camo. Love it. The bottom has cool little colors on the bottom. I get compliments on Rothy's driving shoes everywhere I go. And the best part about Rothy's, you can throw them in the wash. They stay new. You can, uh, they fit right away and feel good. You don't get the callus to the bottom, the back of your foot. I wear, and oh, look, they have a sneaker now. This is crazy. They have an RSO1 sneaker and you can wear them on stage at a party, a trip to the bodega. The shoes are so comfortable. You'll wear them all day. All of Rothy's shoes are designed to be washing machine safe. That's the big part because you're going to keep them new. They're going to look fresh all the time. They're going to look feel look and feel better every time uh, they come out of the wash. Okay. And listen, they got everything. They have... Uh, they have look. They work great with every. Uh, here they they have the the pointed toe flats. Men, women. My mom loves them. I love them. Okay. Discover your new favorite shoes are waiting. Discover the versatile styles you can wear absolutely anywhere and get twenty dollars off your first purchase at rothys.com slash jtrain. That's r o t h y s dot com slash jtrain for twenty dollars off your first order. It's a great fall shoe. We're already heading towards fall season. It's a great time to get a driving shoe for the guy in your life. Get that sneaker. Beautiful. You ready, uh, Raina? Let's do some emails. All right. Okay. Needs help with a breakup. Okay. I'm on it. J train and esteemed guest, Feather Feather. I'm in my first real relationship. I'm a female in my late 20s, and I've been dating my boyfriend for like five months. My boyfriend and I started pretty fast. What really drew me to him was how much he liked me and how hard he pursued me. He checked off a lot of boxes, but there was a lot of deal breakers that I brushed off. I could go into the nuances about our relationship and stories, but at the end of the day, this is what's important. He has a good heart. He's been very sweet to me for a lot of time, but he has burnt me out emotionally, and he's definitely not my match. I've never been in a relationship where I was a breaker upper. Every time he has upset me to the point of almost breaking up, I just had a gut feeling to stick it through, work on things internally and communicate with him to see if things get better. Yesterday night, there was no fight, but I realized that I'm done. You always mention that concept where women want you to stay to say she's the one or she's an ugly hag and there's no one between and oh my God, I am so in this in between right now. How do you break up with someone when there's no big blowout fight and he's not an awful person? How do I do this in the best way to not hurt feelings? I don't want him to be sad, but I don't want to waste his or, any, or my time and, I'm, and, and I am completely sick of him. <laughs> <laughs> to put it lightly also I know I'm going to be sad when he's no longer in my life I will miss his companionship and some of his good things how do you deal with this sincerely one foot in one foot out Raina what do you think oh I have so many thoughts I love this question it's I love this question. email um, I think a lot of us fall into this bucket of like the person did not do anything wrong mm-hmm. they're just not the one hardest breakup of them all it's the hardest and she's in her late 20s which is like a big part of this where it's like everyone's you know, you have people around you mm-hmm. getting married, engaged, moving on to the next section of life. And you do want those things and you're literally have it sitting in your hand. You're going, I think I'm going to toss it up. Well, I think that once you, I, this is a really tough situation. I think once you realize somebody isn't enough for you, you can't like unring that bell. And I no. think that everything they do just contributes to that feeling in your head. Mm-hmm. And my last breakup was like this. And so I feel for her because it's hard to tell somebody that didn't do anything wrong. I'm just not in love with you. And 
But she's saying, I don't want to hurt him. But the alternative is stay with him longer, build more of a future together. That will hurt the person more. So what I did in my last relationship, I mean, it was, I think, pretty mutual towards the end. But I just said, you know, I I love you, but I think that this has sort of run its course. Mm -hmm. And I don't see the romantic part of a relationship moving forward. I think we want different things. I think we have different lives that we see ourselves having. And I... I just don't think that we go forward from here. And somebody can ask as many details as they want. I don't know that people want every single detail for why you think you shouldn't be together. Yeah, and and also there's not a lot of details you can give. What's bad for you is good for someone else. Uh Someone else might be like, oh, you know, and it doesn't surprise me that she was like, I've tried, I've tried, I've tried. Because that's what people generally do if they're like, this is all, it's not connecting. I think what you said is perfectly said, um, that we are going forward. And I think she has to stick to that. You say, we aren't going forward because I am not in the relationship that's best for me. Mm-hmm. If you speak, the one mistake you can make is speaking for them because they're happy. They're <laughs> enjoying themselves. They're comfy. Okay? <laughs> right. and, and and you have a responsibility. The breaker upper's responsibility. And what sucks is you have to establish this isn't going further, but also you have to back away. She said at the end, oh, I'm going to miss him. Yeah, you're going to miss of course. a person. It's not him. It's it's going to be the things that come with him. Mm-hmm. You know, the companionship, the good times. There's good times in every, most every relationship. Everyone has a moment that they can look to. And when you're alone, you're going to go, ah, I wish I had the time on the couch. Oh, I love yeah, a back we scratch. Miss the, we you're all miss, miss the companionship. That. We all miss the good... I mean, you wouldn't date him if there weren't a lot of good things in the relationship. Sure. We all want to pick up the phone and text the person that funny thing. And it's just... It's not a reason to stay. And that's really unfair to another person. And I remember like the day I was going to break up with my ex. And mm-hmm. I just... It was like a horrible day for me because I was so stressed out. I was like, I can't get the words out. I don't know how to mm-hmm. say this. But I did end up giving him a warning shot. I said, I think I want to talk about our relationship just so that I didn't sit down blindsided him completely sure. and as soon as I said the words I felt better and the conversation ended up being kind of mutual and yeah. it ended up being like hey I'm not happy either and I don't know that we can work through these things and that's okay that doesn't mean I hate you and what you have to admit to is the risk you are taking The because people when they break up with someone you, you know I I totally agree once you say it it'll be it'll feel that time much better but you have to you have to admit you are saying I am ending this with you because I feel that somewhere out there, there is better for me. And that's not about them. That's just a better situation for me. Mm-hmm. So you're getting up at the casino <laughs> and you're cashing the chips because you're like, hey, I think I can do better with this money. And yeah, and part of that is not coming back to the casino. Right. And part of it is also like, I still think being alone is better than being with you and prolonging this relationship and meeting more of your friends and getting closer with your yeah. mom and building more memories together. And now we got to do the holidays together. Now we got to do your birthday together. It's just and being it's alone a, is better. More and more lies. And well, also being alone is more is an investment. If you think of it that way, like mm-hmm. it's an investment in the next relationship is going to be better for me or the next situation is going to be better than me. Like I, I, you know, sometimes being alone isn't better, you know, and you go one step back, two steps forward. That's really why you're going to be alone because it starts with alone. Right. And you could also, I mean, listen, life is long. You could break up with somebody and in a few months realize like I fucked up. And that was a mistake. Do you go back to exes after? So I haven't. And my advice would be if you go back to an ex, just sort of evaluate, are the things that were broken fixable? Are the mm. things that I didn't like changeable? 
the things that I didn't like in this previous relationship weren't going to change. I mean, one of them being that he doesn't want to live in New York. Mm. You know? So it's like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do here? Just forever have a long distance relationship? That's silly. That's silly for both of us. Um, If somebody cheats on you, can you repair your trust in that person? I don't know. It depends on how they responded to cheating on you. Mm. Is it motivated? Are they young and they didn't make any money when you were together and now their life has changed and now they're a totally different person in a financial situation? Yeah. I, I mean, don't know. there's a lot that can change. I mean, for this person, it just seems like it's like, it ain't it. And That's I think, it. you know, the respect is doing it quicker rather than slower. Yeah, because what happens for me, at least, is I've decided that I don't want to be with you and then I just start to hate you. Then yeah. everything you do is informed by me already deciding that you're not enough for me. And and you're getting mad at yourself because you're yeah. like, I'm wasting my own time. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Raina Greenberg. At Raina.Greenberg, vibes only. Go get you. Go get you. Ooh. Hear that? I like that thunder. Thunder. Holy shit. A midday storm. That sounded like the end of that person's relationship. We're sponsored, people. The J Train Podcast, sponsored by Manscaped, the leader in below the bell grooming. Manscaped is a good partner to vibes only. Right? You clean it up and then slather on some blowjob gel. Yeah, buy them together. Uh, the leader in the blow the bell grooming is making sure we all have a ball this summer by giving our pants partners everything needed to stay fresh. Dive headfirst into smooth sack summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with code JTRAIN. Ooh, nothing. I will say this. You use a Manscaped product afterwards it's like you took a trip to the spa this was never available for men like the idea of like you know having a woman's night where you stay in you know get your 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 downstairs all cleaned up and slick as a seal Mm -hmm. you know that's a very female thing now it's our turn boys you can use a manscaped and i will tell you if you get all the products you walk out of that bathroom going you want to like go down to your own sack and just you feel You're good. You're ready to dip it in something. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. It feels good. You feel more confident. You feel better about yourself. It is, Manscaped has taken a thing that we didn't really think a lot of, everyone's like, oh, oh, look at that guy. He's a manscaper. And you're like, now you do it and you go, oh my God. Never going I, back. I'm never going back. I mean, it's like when you start to, uh, it's, it's like when you wax your vagina. The, the first, you can't go back to shaving. That I thought the same thing about my asshole. The Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 <laughs> will have you ready for the pool, the beach, or a night of fireworks. The package includes the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. I love it. I have it. The Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer. I have it. Love it. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. I use it every day. Love it. The Crop Retriever Toner. It's pretty good. Performance boxer briefs, love them, and a travel bag to hold it all. The Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade with advanced skin safe technology to reduce grooming accidents. It's great, people. I love all their products. And and again, you're doing yourself a favor, a service, a a wonderful experience. And you walk out, you're like, wow, I'm moving quicker, you know? Get 20% off and free shipping with code JTRAIN at manscaped.com. 20% off and free shipping with code JTRAIN at manscaped.com. It's smooth sack summer, boys. Get on board or get left behind. And what a great gift for the boy in your life, the guy in your life. You know, this is... Uh, it's summertime. We're, we're naked. We're, it's time. We're more nude than ever. You're at the pool. You're at the beach. Mm-hmm. You don't want some, you know, bunch of scraggly hairs hanging out. No. Clean your dick up and whip it out. That's right. Question about roommates. 
Jared and Guess. I'm writing in because I have some questions about roommates. I'm 26-year-old, single, and teach middle school outside of a large, expensive city. In the recent two years, it seems that all my friends are moving in with their boyfriends or can afford to live in their own because they make twice my salary. What is the roommate move for most for people like me when all loose ties have been exhausted? What do you think makes a good roommate? At what age does it become weird to live with a roommate? Looking forward to hearing your thoughts. Thanks. What do you think? I think age depends on what city you live in. Sure. Like I think in New York City, it's not so crazy to meet a 30-year-old that is a roommate. I no. think in Pittsburgh where I grew up, it'd mm-hmm. be a little bit insane. Okay. Um, I'm also so much older than... Like I, I haven't had a roommate in so long. Sure. Um, I've seen people have really good experiences on Craigslist, but again, I'm like so far removed from this. This might not be like my neighborhood. What do you think? Well, I would say age doesn't matter to me as long as you're comfortable in your situation. Mm -hmm. And comfort means a few things. It means that you're passionate and that you have, you, you see where your life is going and that you're like this situation that I'm sleeping in literally Fits my life really well. So if I met like a 35-year-old woman who's like, I got a roommate, but it's my best friend in the world. We're both single. We go out. We have like this amazing situation. The apartment's huge and mm-hmm. we pay this much rent. Like if you can, any situation is just the situation that fits you. If someone, if I met a 35-year-old woman who's like, still living with a roommate. I found them on Craigslist. Uh-huh. Um, I hate them. Like if you were miserable in that situation, uh-huh. I'd be like, you're old enough to be happy in a situation. That's a good point. I feel like who, no one says you have to live alone if you don't have a significant other past a certain age. I mean, these type of standards came about because people got married when they were 24, 25 mm-hmm. and then they never had a roommate again. Now it's like, well, what if I'm 32 and I don't want to live alone? And I love having a glass of wine with my good friend and there we're both in similar spaces of life and we like, you know what I mean? Like, it's all in how you. It's all in how you look at it. Uh-huh. If you're sitting there being like, "Well, I don't make any money, so I had to find a roommate," you know, like, so for this person, it sounds like they're looking and they're in that space of life. They said they're 26, which isn't too old for a roommate at all. by any oh my standard. Gosh, no. But also, I would look for someone that has a similar lifestyle to me, someone that can open up my world, not close it off, uh-huh. not, you know, someone that doesn't sit on the couch all day. How much time do you spend in the, you know, uh, in the apartment? What would you say the breakdown is? I would interview people. Interview each other. You got to treat this like you're signing up to date someone. Yeah. And I would say the the one thing I would stop doing is they said they're 26. And all of my friends are moving to a, with their boyfriends, kind of live to live on their own, and they make twice my salary. I would say, you got to stop telling the story that way. You're telling the story so negatively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your friends are getting married. I'm looking for someone to live with. It's, you know, this isn't about you and everyone makes more money than me, so I got to find. No, you got to live a little bit more positively. That story I wouldn't like. The I would say the other thing she wrote is. What is the roommate move for people like me? All loose ties have been exhausted. Loose ties is something that's come up on this podcast, on your podcast. The idea of the friend of a friend. The idea of like, and I would say the idea that all your loose, you need to, I I think that loose ties are not an on off thing. Okay. Everyone knows someone. Everyone works with new people every week. Everyone's meeting new people. Loose ties are not 
disintegrating before your eyes because of age. That is just a ridiculous thing, and I think that's going to make you worse off if you're saying, well, everyone's married and all their friends are married. No, you don't know that. Stop saying that. I mean, I'm in my mid-30s, and I could say everyone's married and everybody has kids, but that's not my experience because I've found people that that's not their experience. Right. You know, plenty of people that are 35 have only crews of friends that have kids because they have kids. Well, I don't have kids, so I found people that aren't like that. Here's the other thing. You, You and I are friends. I, you know, and we're new friends, you know, so and uh, so to say like you have no loose ties you just mentioned someone that I went to college with I'm like I know that name Mm -hmm. that's a loose tie you know so like the idea that loose ties get created every day so when you speak like that the languaging is shutting you off to the idea like well everyone knows I don't know anyone new so the idea of you can find a roommate through friends so I would say to this person Facebook Instagram Social media is social. Put it out there. Hey, looking for a roommate. And you're judging the people who are coming to you. Like I would be like, I'd put the word out there. Let it be known. And and then, you know, if you're if someone you went to college with is like, hey, I got a friend who's actually looking for something too. You go, okay, well, let me judge this person uh-huh. by the person that came to me, right? That's how you figure it out. I think do an Instagram story. I think Facebook Marketplace has tons of ways you can find yes. roommates. Also, 26 and single is the perfect time to find somebody who's a friend of a friend move totally. in run around drink party together I would ask people what's your party style because like mm-hmm. if I'm a big drinker I don't want to live with somebody that isn't if I like to do drugs all the time I probably don't want to live with somebody that doesn't totally. and vice versa so I would ask people what their party style is like but I'm looking for a girl that's my age that I can go out with what, a, what a dream the idea and 26 is also the age of people going oh I was getting married and then a week ago my boyfriend came home and said things at work are busy he's not ready the idea that people fall in and out of this game all the time so I I think all this stuff will help you also just understanding that loose ties don't you don't age out of loose ties. No. And two days before I turned 28, I got engaged. I thought my whole life was figured out. I was going to get married to this guy, move back to Pittsburgh, have kids. And mm. then six months later, he left me. And I started mm. all over again at 28. And it like wasn't that big of a deal. It was when, great. When that happened, did you split up friends? Did you keep the friends? Did you? How does that work out? I'm lucky because there was a pretty clear balance, just a clear mm. divide of like he, he took the friends he came with and I took the friends I came with. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, our stuff yeah. was our friends were still in their boxes. There was yeah, yeah there was a clear division <laughs> of church and state, um, and so it, yeah, that was never really an issue. I never heard from his family ever again, and that was really that. yeah. Well, that would be the scariest part of all to me. This was, family out there that knows me. It was disappointing. Intimately. We had a, I mean, to be honest, we, we had our engagement party and we broke up the next day. Come on. Yeah. So wait, he, did I know this about you? Maybe. So he proposed mm-hmm. and then you had an engagement party. How soon after the proposal? He proposed um, right before my birthday. It was like June 15th. I know the date because it's right before my birthday. Um, mm. And we had an engagement party around Halloween. Okay. So a couple months Is that later. a normal thing to do or is it late? I don't know if it's normal or late. We wanted it to be a, like, uh, I think we planned it. It was like far enough away from Thanksgiving that people wouldn't be traveling a ton. Okay. I don't know. It's just sort of like where the chips fell. So the next day when you, you know, have that, you know, you have a party. Uh-huh. I, I would assume that's like the first thing on your mind where you're going, we just had this party. Well, I mean, he came home the night before and told me he wasn't in love with me. And the night before the, the engagement The night before party. the engagement party. And we woke up the was, next- Do you think he was freaking out? Sorry to interrupt, but- 
Do you think he was freaking out and getting ahead of it? I think, I mean, a lot of things. I mean, I think that he had some emotional issues, but in general, I think that a lot of people make decisions like this. They wait until the last minute and hear about people breaking up with you at your birthday party or the day before an engagement. Day before, day before Valentine's Day. day, day, Yeah, beware the vacation. Beware the, yeah. 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 Um, I think a lot of people just don't know how to deal with their feelings, especially men. People don't teach men how to deal with their feelings. Mm -hmm. Today they do. I don't think that 10 years ago they did as much. And I think that he had his own emotional issues and couldn't deal with it i think he was just like well i can't go through this with is this. the way i'm doing it yep and so he says that before the engagement where you're like well we're still having the party like yeah i mean we never we never fought we never had like arguments i didn't really mm. even know how to deal with this he came home he'd been out partying drinking whatever he came home at like five in the morning and i was like i can't fucking believe you're doing this we gotta get up we have these people coming in town 75 people come to this fucking party mm-hmm. and um like in the dark sitting on the end of our bed he was just like i don't i don't think i'm in love with you i don't want to marry you um he was like, I love you, but I, there's all these things I want to explore and all these things I want to do. And he threw mm. like every excuse in the book at me. Sure. He, he was just like gripping for gripping, grasping, grasping, grasping for yeah. something. He was like, I went from relationship to relationship. He'd been with me for like three years and immediately started dating me through that in my face. Like it was just one thing. That's kind of what people do. You know, I've been talking about this a lot recently, just on stage. That's what people do when they're like, they what else are they gonna say Mm -hmm. you know like i i can understand that where he's like you know because the meanest thing of that whole thing is like i don't want to you know i don't see a life you know together and you go tell me something else (laughs) you're like like, give me another reason then he's like i didn't get to be in a you know be single yeah Yeah. so he said all of those things and i was like well i don't really know what to do because everybody in our life has flown to new york today Mm. and there's this is the train has left the station we're going to this party so you're at the engagement party is this on your mind or are you like yeah, this is a bad Yeah, it's kind of on my night? mind, Jared, yeah. a little bit. Uh, it was a little bit on my mind. There were 75 people at my engagement party. Did you tell anyone? So my mom kept harassing. I mean, your family knows you. Sure. I mean, your family can... T- my can mom, feel your energy. Yes, my mom kept harassing me. When are we going to go look at engage- uh, wedding dresses? Let's do this mm. this weekend. Let's go to these places, make appointments. Let's do it, do it, do it. And hey. I had like a complete meltdown and I had to tell her. And I had yeah. to tell like my dad, my brother, my stepdad, my sister-in-law. Like, I mean, my family knows me. I'm sitting at dinner. I'm morose. I'm mm. hysterical. Is he at the dinner? So this was like, I mean, the real timeline is like, I think like five in the morning, Saturday, he he told me he wasn't in love with me. The party was Sunday afternoon. Got so it. yeah, my family was in town Saturday night and I was with them. And um, yeah, they could see you're like morose and hysterical and you know, they know you. So I had to tell them. This must have been really serious. Morose. That's like a... That's a, serious? Se- yeah, that's a Jared. serious yeah, sad word serious. Yeah, okay. uh, <laughs> <laughs> you took out the thesaurus for i was pretty yeah, I was yeah. Pretty down um i was like what's the saddest word i can use um and then i was just like i don't know maybe he'll change his mind he's never sure. expressed anything like this to me before mm-hmm. you know i maybe so, this was just like you know uh what are they called the cold feet cold feet yeah sure morose I, feet mor- <laughs> i was morose just like tootsies. maybe he'll change his mind yeah. i don't fucking know like sure. a girlfriend of mine was like we fight all the time and i was like yeah we don't fight all the time so but there's nothing worse than that someone taking like their shitty experience and being like no this is how it goes I know. and you're like uh, good luck to you i'm getting out of this you know <laughs> like, so uh yeah we went to the party and it was pretty bad and he was like i, I had said I'm going to take off the ring. Why don't we put a pause in all this? Like mm-hmm. I said, why don't we just, why don't we just hit pause? Sure. We don't need to plan anything. Mm-hmm. Let's not like book a venue. Let's just 
see if we still like each other. Okay, yeah. Let's not like let's, let's redate again. Yeah, type of thing. Not I got full you. steam speed ahead. Like let's like plan this whole thing. So I just said like let's pause and let's see how we feel about each other tomorrow night. We'll I'll get home from work. We'll go out to dinner. We'll take yeah. some of the cash people gave us for our engagement party and we'll have a baller ass dinner. Yeah, yeah. And I came home after work Monday. So this is the day after the party, and he had packed a bag and he was like, I don't want to. I don't want to work decision. on it. I mean, back to that like you know to your last relationship where you're like, you feel the relief of just saying it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a point for him. I'm not saying, you know, but he's going, I've said it. Yep. It's out. Yep. It's done. And he said, there's, I don't want to go to therapy. There's no reason to go to therapy. I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest, I appreciate it looking back. Like yeah. there are some things that people can do to you that are so terrible that you can never forgive them. You can mm. move on from it, but like you can never forgive them. There's no like maybe we work this out. Like mm-hmm. that was that thing. And so I got to day one, minute one, start thinking, how do I move on from this? Future started today. Yep. Yeah. And a lot of people try to work on it because they're afraid of the future starting today. So they're like, oh, you know, we can park it in therapy for a little bit. Yeah, let's let's get drunk and have sex with each other late at night. Let's text each other, send angry messages, send crying phone calls. We did none of that ever. Well, listen, the world is lucky to have this happen to you. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Because now they get you in the form of girls gotta eat and mm-hmm. vibes only. They every time you suck a mango dick, just say that's because of Raina. It's because my ex. Because your ex, yeah. yeah. And I, I like that. You should that start idea. calling him Mango Richard. He's the reason. <laughs> Mango Dick. I like that. That you should always uh, ever break up like that. You, you can't think of it otherwise. Otherwise, then you'd sit in a hole and cry yep. the rest of your life. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Raina Greenberg. Raina Greenberg. Go follow. Go follow. Go follow. Meundies. We're sponsored. The J Train is brought to you by the official underwear of podcasting. Meundies, famous for their buttery soft undies and bralettes. Meundies loves podcasts just like you. We know I'm a big fan of MeUndies. I'm wearing them right now. I got a whole stack of them over there, okay? MeUndies is fantastic. And here's what I always tell people. We're hard on ourselves. We're different. See, we just looked at Raina's life moment that could be looked at negatively. And we looked and at it in a positive. We made fun of you <laughs> with love and grace and put it in a positive perspective. Absolutely. We, we, moved uh, we on took a morose, morose time yeah. and we changed it. <laughs> Into something beautiful. And here's what I'm telling you. You have seven pairs of underwear. And on laundry day, there's a seventh pair that you don't really like. It's a pair you deal with. It's time to end the engagement with that underwear. It's time. Throw it away. Do it right now. Get one pair of MeUndies, and now you have a brand new pair to take over for that old one you didn't even like wearing anyways. There it is. Everyone knows MeUndies for their super soft undies and comfy bralettes. Did you know they make other stuff too? We're talking durable, cushy socks that will make your feet sing. Super stretchy loungewear. I got the loungewear. The pants are wonderful. It feels like I'm like a a Spanish bolero. They're you big and loose. poofy. Yeah. You look nice. Everything's held together nicely right? but comfortable. They, thank you. Mm-hmm. I, uh, they even make hoodies for your dog so you can match every important person in your life. I Isn't thought you cool? said hoodies for your dong and I was like, how does that work? dong hoodies. That's what these <laughs> meundies are. The meundies are the dong hoodies. Like the little hood yeah. goes over the penis head. That'd be fun. Honestly, I think it's a It'd good idea. It'd be kind of cute. Draw a little face on it. 
MeUndies has a great offer for JTrain listeners. Get 20, 20, 20, 20% off plus free shipping and returns on your first purchase. To get 20% off your first purchase or and free shipping with a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash JTrain. That's MeUndies.com slash JTrain. MeUndies.com slash JTrain. MeUndies.com slash JTrain. Old guy at the gym, friendly or trying to fuck? Trying to fuck. Hey, Jared. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Let's move on. No. <laughs> I have a super awkward situation I thought you and an esteemed guest might be perfect to advise upon. Okay. I'm a regular at my gym. I work office hours mostly from home since COVID started, so I do my workout pretty religiously through the week between 7 and 8 a.m. At, sa- at the same location. So 7 and 8 a.m., they're at the same spot every day. So about a week and a half ago, this elderly guy, probably 75 plus, stopped me as I was walking across the gym, introduced himself and asked me for my name. That's annoying. I don't want anyone asking my name at seven in the morning. Don't all men know this? All men know that you're not trying to chit chat at the gym. I know, but right? 75 plus, I mean, like, that's an old man. This isn't like guy in his 50s, you know, even 60s. Like, it's not like, you know, it's not Rod Stewart coming in in his uh-huh. leather pants. This is old man river. Uh-huh. Stop me as I'm walking across the gym and introduced himself and asked me for my name. I'd seen him around a bunch and he would always smile if we made eye contact. He had just seemed really sweet and harmless. Now, since we exchange names, he makes a point of talking to me every day. I could be in the middle of a set. It doesn't matter. And that's the problem. Time doesn't matter to him. He's already done. <laughs> you are trying to get to work. Like Older people that have their retirement done, mm-hmm. when, you know, if you're out there hustling, this person's waking up at 6.30 in the morning to get to the gym so they can do their nine to five. Uh-huh. They're hustling. People who don't hustle don't get it. So if someone came up to me in the middle of my workout, hey, Jaren, <laughs> how you been doing? You doing okay? Yeah, come on, I gotta go. It's a 45 minute workout, I gotta get out of here. Mm-hmm. I was trying to split out of the gym quickly yesterday and he stopped me calling my name. I turned back and while dripping sweat, this man asked if I would like to grab a coffee with him someday after we wrap up. I felt pressure to be nice and on the spot agreed and said, sure, we could grab Starbucks across the street sometime. He said, yes, soon, looking excited. Today I was hiding in a corner stretching at the end. <laughs> Stretching at the end of my section session, and he found me. Said he thought I left, but he wouldn't have time for coffee today. Oh, now he doesn't have time. But next week would be great. I also have a boyfriend who I've been dating for six months, and I've told him the play-by-play of the story, for which, for the most part, he thinks is pretty funny. I, I'm annoyed for you, but I don't think this is... However, I know if an age-appropriate guy from the gym asked me for coffee in present day, I would not even consider obliging because that would be quite forward and not as fr- not seen as friendly. Is this a weird double standard? What do I do, Jared? So far, I've considered ignoring it to the best of my ability and continuing to run in and out of the gym as fast as possible. I could also just go for a quick coffee with the old guy and see, but if I'm going to do anything like that, I need you to equip me with a couple of one-liners in case the situation goes awry. What do I, you think? I don't, first of all, you don't want to go, don't go. I don't believe in going to things that I don't want to go to. If not gonna make me happy or make me money i'm mm. not going yeah uh, and you don't owe any like politeness to the person um i i, I sympathize with her because i think all women have been in this situation yeah especially at the gym where you just like cringe going because you know the person's gonna be there and they're gonna bother you it um, sucks. it's not an enviable position i would even go as far as maybe to blame it on my boyfriend and just say like he doesn't love the idea of me like getting coffee with people and i know that sucks it's, it sucks it's a he's white 75 lie. years old i know, you know but like, like i think that person still sees themselves as like a viable candidate for you that's why they asked you out maybe i i don't know what the more you- i hear the story the more i i guess i guess it's my pre-existing you know assumptions is this is it's this old white-haired guy who's like 
hey, and wants to tell you about the good old days. Well, like, I'll I don't tell know. you what. My dad's 75. He's not like a crusty, crippled over old mm. man. This guy goes to the gym. He mm. probably, if this, guy, if this guy's going to the gym every day, he probably is like pretty sprightly. Yeah. My dad is 75. He doesn't see himself as old man river. My sure. dad would see a 40 year old and be like, she's into me. She wants it. Totally. I don't know how old this girl is. I mean, if she's 25. He's 75. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. But if she's 40 and he's 75, not so crazy. Here's what I say to her. I agree with you. Don't open up your day to someone that you really don't want to open up to. Um, I would say that, like, what I hate about this guy is he's just assuming everyone has time for him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, listen, man, I, you know, houses don't cost 50 grand anymore. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like, this guy's living on a hustle that houses could be bought on 50 grand. And that everyone could get a loan and then your house would go from 50 grand to 500,000 and you'd sell it and you'd live off the land and you'd be great. It ain't the same anymore, old you man. Just, you can also blame work. You no, can but say that's that my point. Time. Hey man, I appreciate you want to get a coffee, but I come here at seven in the morning because it gets it in so I don't have to worry about it the rest of the day. Yeah. I'm really just kind of, I my time here, I, and I would say to him, hey man, I would love to get coffee. The problem is... I get in and out of here and I have to be at work at 8 a.m. Yeah, my job is really demanding. My my assistant isn't running off to have coffee dates with strangers in the middle of the afternoon. I need her to work for me. Yeah, and this is the other thing. These people sit at Starbucks all day long. I When I go visit my family in Florida, every Starbucks has a group of four to five older people, 75 years old, just sitting there chilling. <laughs> and they, and my parents used to be a part of one of these groups. My parents were like, oh, you gotta meet the Starbucks crew. And we went and they would sit and they'd yuck it up and talk about Fox News and that was what they did. And and this guy is looking for people to do that with, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a hit on situation. It might be, it very well might be, but I would say to this person, like, you don't have the time for this. Mm-hmm. And I think... You have to let him know. If, if anyone knows time is valuable, 75-year-old fucking old man River knows. Yeah, I, maybe, I mean, maybe don't blame it on your boyfriend if you want to be a little more tame. Just blame it on work. You can't just be rolling out in the middle of the day for a coffee date. No. Hey, I get out of here. I get in here at 7. I have to be home by 8. I, I really appreciate it, but it's not going to work for me. Not going to work for me. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. How do we stop the awkwardness? This is so embarrassing. Please disregard the last email. Oh, why did we? <laughs> it didn't have a title. That's what I get typing. Okay, we don't need that. Okay, started listening during the pandemic, and needless to say, I'm hooked. Would love your advice uh, from you and your guest. I'm a 28-year-old woman working in tech in New York City. For the past three years, I've been crushing on one of my coworkers, mid-30s. We never worked together directly, but he would go out of his way to talk to me, has always complimented how I look in a respectful way, and put a bi-weekly meeting on our calendars to talk about nothing during the peak of the pandemic. I've gotten flirty vibes from him in the past, shared 90s R&B playlists, messaging me that he loves us after a team meeting, sending me a sexy-sounding song when I moved to my new apartment, and twice asking me if I'm dating anyone to which i always say no he tells me he's not dating anyone either we've talked about our dating goals both looking for something long term and wanting a family one day and share similar values but he's never made a clear move in three years despite having a bi-weekly sync in the pandemic and talking about all this personal stuff over a year and a half he's pretty much stopped talking to me since being back in the office in social settings with our mutual friends and coworkers, he only speaks to me at the end of the night or once the group has dwindled to one to few uh, one to few settings. 
I've tried some light flirty, uh, light flirting to get us out of this awkward patch, including getting flirty at karaoke, trying to spark conversations over text, etc. But he didn't seem receptive, so I stopped reaching out, despite still crushing on him. I'm ready to move on and have a hot girl summer. However, I am still confused about why he keeps being so awkward with me in social settings. It's so noticeable that people have asked me if there was something going on between us, or otherwise asking why he was avoiding me. Any thoughts on why he's being so awkward? What do you think? I mean, there could be a plethora of reasons. You could just ask him, by the yeah. way. You could just, you know, go that route. Just ask for honesty. Sure. Um, I don't know. Maybe he was into you for a little bit. Now he's not. Now he knows that he initiated all of this, mm-hmm. like, flirting. And he's like, I don't want this anymore. And he, does, he doesn't know how to change the tone. So his way of going about it is to sort of avoid you. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't sound like, at, at the risk of hurting your feelings, but just honesty, it does not sound like he's into you and doesn't know how to tell you. So no. I don't think it's that. And I think he would have initiated a one-on-one hangout I, had, had that been the case. I totally agree with everything you're saying. Thank you. I think I can tell you what I think is going on. Mm-hmm. I think he was flirty with you because he wants to fuck you. Sure. Plain and simple. Yeah. Now, he has to decide between, do I want the responsibility that comes with fucking you? That's not just the person, but also the work environment, the working, you know, uh, comfortability at work. Do people find out here? Do I have to go up the line of IHR? So he opted for not fucking. Yes. I think that's what happened in the past. Yeah. During the pandemic. So a year and a half of let's flirt, no fucking, whatever. I think he met someone. Yeah. I think he met someone and he doesn't know how to really tell you because he also doesn't want to give up you of as the option. Uh-huh. So he has you as an option. He knows you're attracted to him. He knows he's attracted to you. But he also knows he doesn't want to risk all the work stuff and the uncomfortability that comes with the work stuff. So he's backed away in a very awkward way. Yeah, I think it's really easy to flirt with somebody in these hypothetical settings where you don't have to do anything. So during Mm. the pandemic, there was no risk of seeing you or being anywhere near you. You are a fun person that lives in his computer. And no no chance to have to turn you down. No. What you're saying about the computer, living in the computer. When you live in the computer, you don't have to go, let's go to the snacks bar. Uh huh. There's never a point. Ah, oh, I gotta back off. I gotta. I, I'm actually seeing someone. You never have to say it. And maybe he was single before, but that. And maybe he's not in a relationship now. But it sounds like he's somewhere in between, and he's getting awkward on her. Well, it said that once we were like in person, he basically backed off and stopped talking to me at work. I think that you were a fun person to talk to because you probably are fun mm-hmm. and smart and funny, and you probably are a good time to talk to. For sure. And you were a great source of entertainment and companionship when the odds were super low that you would ever have sex with each other. And there's no, yeah, there's no check to cash. Yeah. You know, like now he's at the bank with the check and he's going, and he's handling it awfully. Like, you know, to give her credit, I I think for her, and I, I always, when I read an email, it feels like she's putting like his feelings first a little bit and not her own. You have to be okay saying, hey, I'm fucking annoyed. (laughs) <laughs> I spent all that time and I kind of like you now. That's not, this has nothing to do with him. I kind of like you now. We spent all this time flirty, texty, whatever. Now I'm getting this weird vibe at work. I feel uncomfortable. I, I, I. So she needs to protect herself. I feel uncomfortable at work. Not uncomfortable with him as a person, but just uncomfortable with how this situation has gone. You need a little bit of uh, a talk here. I would text him. I'd be like, hey, we had something then, 
now we don't really have what we used to have. And at work, I feel like I'm being avoided. Am I off? Okay. And now you're talking. At least you get an answer. And at least you can leave this behind. Because her email, it's so funny. Like It dances between the line of like, Will we ever have something? We both have the same values. We both want somewhere to go. We both, And then it also goes to, he's acting like a weird person doesn't talk to me anymore. Right. So, and in a perfect world, we would all be able to eloquently address these things sure. and say, you know what? During the pandemic, you were fun to talk to in the, ca- in the computer. I don't really want to deal with what it would be like to fuck a coworker. Mm-hmm. So let's not. Instead, what he's done is ignored you. I feel like these conversations, I'm never upset that I had them. If I never. do say to You're somebody, right. like, this is this sucks this is like yeah. a bummer i thought that we were kind of like into each other and flirting and now i like lost my friend and this you don't even talk to me and this is yeah. uncomfortable so like what's going on yeah and i'm never upset when i have those conversations i've, I've had this happen I, I had this happen with somebody who worked in a different office as mm-hmm. me like they worked in the san francisco office i worked in the new york office and it was sort of the same thing or we flirted a lot via mm-hmm. like g chat but in person it didn't feel the same just name the thing and you'll feel better. He'll probably say to you, yeah, I met somebody. Yeah. And what sucks is she has to like kind of come out of the closet and let him know like, hey, I was kind of feeling a vibe here. Mm-hmm. And you don't even have to do that. It can be halfway. It can be, we were cool. And now we ain't cool. What's the deal here? Yeah. And it can go down the road of like, I caught a flirty vibe. It doesn't have to. It can be, you know, it, that can be held back and you can still get answers. But at least when you say it, then you now he is avoiding you and he knows you know it. Uh-huh. And that's the part because at that point you got to go, you know, he either has to go, hey, I, I was being, you know, and he stops or at least it's him choosing to avoid you and choosing when he knows you know. Yeah, and if you're afraid of being vulnerable enough to say, hey, I like you, you don't have to say that. You can say like, I feel like we used to like joke around a lot and have fun and kind of flirt and now you yeah. don't even talk to me and like, did something happen here? Did I do something? You can even put it on yourself and be like, hey, I feel like maybe I did something even though you know you didn't. I would. I only. I don't like saying, did I do something? Because then they go, no. I'd mm-hmm. be like, I just stop at it. It feels weird now. Uh-huh. And then <laughs> let them just sit in there. I just like to play dumb and be like, have I done yeah. something? Because that's clearly not the answer. Sure. I, I. Either way. Either way, it's acknowledgement that, hey, it is raining every time you're around. <laughs> yes. So you can't look at me and go, you're wet? <laughs> you know, it, it makes uh-huh. it so he has to admit. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Raina Greenberg. At Raina.Greenberg. Girls gotta eat. Vibes only. Go, go, go. Is a weird smush kiss worth it? Jared. I listen every week. Can't wait to listen to all the advice you and guests give. I'm a good old, in a good old pickle right now. Mm. Okay. Cover that thing in mango and you'll be good to go. I started going on dates. <laughs> I started going on dates with this guy about a month ago. We met on Bumble. It's been six dates now. Last date was the first time we kissed and it was because after the fourth date, I straight up said I wouldn't be mad if he kissed me. It was odd and a weird smush of a kiss rather than a normal good good kiss. I'm not sure if he's just super nervous or what. I've made it clear that I'm interested in more than just friends, and so has he, but it seems like a friend territory now. The last date we went on was great, amazing connection, great banter, more touchy than any other date, but it still ended with a weird smush kiss peck that didn't make me feel hot and bothered. What should I do? Is it a sign that he's not the right match? So I say, should I say something about about physicality and a relationship? 
relationship and how I think it's important, or do I try to keep going to see where it gets better? Sincerely, a horny fucking girl who just wants to see <laughs> where the chemistry is. I think what she said is really smart, first of all, that like physicality is important to me in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's saying this is a boundary and this is important to me. This has never happened to me. Mm-hmm. I've never gone on more than... I'm always making out at the end of the first date. You gotta get I mean, that I, make out. I feel like I want to make out or I'm not really that into you. I mean, you you tell me. I mean, maybe... This sounds like somebody either four dates in, they haven't made a move on you. It sounds religious or really well, inexperienced and nervous. And maybe they're waiting for you to make a move because they're worried about consent. Well, I... <laughs> I can't believe that. I don't know. I, I mean, this four dates in feels a little odd. They could. To me. I, I don't like to like create. Here's what I would say. I, I don't want to create the other side of this. Mm-hmm. She wrote what you pointed out, and I think it's an important thing. It's great. Physicality in a relationship. Uh, so I say something about physicality in a relationship and how I think it's important. There's a difference between saying and doing. If yeah. it's important to you, you would get the fuck out of here. Six dates. You don't have the physicality. Ain't it. Ain't there. I wonder if he's like touching her during the date, if he's flirting via like touching a leg or an arm, or if this just feels like a friend zone thing. It just, I, I just think they've been on six dates and you have a smush weird kiss. Okay. It's to me, the physicality, it can get better, but it doesn't, it doesn't, I think it's, it, it starts date one. I think that stuff like, you know, you feel that connection. There's pheromones involved. There's the the lighting, all the, you mm-hmm. know, you guys just go down a road, I think, with physical stuff. I, I think it can get better, but I don't think, if you're saying it's important to you, which I think it's important to most people. I don't think this is like right. A, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think, I don't think you're such you, an outlier. Yeah, I don't think this is a you-specific right. thing, but again, matches matter. So I think this is not the match. I think, uh, to me... If the if you can't get over the hump of like if you had to even say, I better get a kiss next time. Like, you're on two different pages. It ain't going that way. And I do think what you have to realize is he's on those dates because he knows he's attracted to you. There's this thing where I've never had a man write into this podcast. Oh, I've been on four dates and I'm not sure if I'm attracted yet. Yeah. You have women write that in all the time. So here's what I would say to this woman. Let's say you keep going. Let's say you have sex in a month. And then after you guys have sex, he says, you know, I'm too busy for a relationship. Would you feel that you put aside all of this not this bad chemistry stuff because he's a nice guy? Would you feel really upended by that? And I would say you probably would because you probably convinced yourself into this guy. And then it gets to that point and you go, oh, that was a part of his decision making. Uh-huh. To some people, the physicality is like, that's all. That, that's just the cherry on top. To other people, it's the cream that goes into making the, the ice cream. Sex is a huge, I mean, it's, it's sure. very, very, very important to me. Like, I want to have a really crazy sex life with somebody that I'm dating. Mm-hmm. Not everybody wants that. I, I'm... I'm a very sexual person. If I felt no sexual chemistry date one, I'm probably not going on date two. Other people are less experienced. They're more shy. Sex is less important to them. That's fine. But it sounds like you're four to six dates into into this with this person. They haven't made a move. And that's just not your guy. And this is what it is. That's the thing. Like four to six dates and you guys haven't even, you know, like had a heavy hot makeout. Like 
that's what you're, I, I, I don't think people were gonna surprise you that much. You know, like I don't right. think you go from that to like, and you know, we're dressing up and they're locking up, fucking <laughs> right. locking me up and putting mango on my cock. You right. know, like you can get to that, but it's gonna take a lot. You're probably gonna have less mango sex than you would more in this scenario. And if you're looking for mango sex, it's this ain't the guy. Some people would love it. Some people would be like, he's respecting yeah, about, me. He's giving about me them. space. He's respecting my boundaries. He's not forcing me to do mm-hmm. anything. Some people would love what he's offering. You don't love it. No. Podcast at gmail.com. We got time for one more, Shelby? You got time for one more, Raina? Let's, Let's do, do this. Raina.Greenberg on Instagram. Recent fling returns. Love the pod. I got a situation. I'd love some outside perspective on it. I was going out with a guy earlier this year from about January to early May. We had a lot of great times together, great sex, and I was very into him. But as time went on and I wanted things to progress, I eventually figured out that he was just wasn't really looking for a serious relationship. Okay, so he's not looking for a serious relationship. I was really proud of myself letting this be a turnoff and for taking his words at face value and not letting things drag out in the hopes of something more. The night that I ended things, he walked me to my car and he sent me a nice text as I was driving home that I sincerely took as the end of things. See screenshot. Do we have a screenshot? Okay, hold on. Ooh, it's long. He sent, wow, okay. Okay, so this was his text at the end. Drive home safe. Hey, you caught me off guard a bit tonight. Let me say I care about you a lot. We've been hanging out for close to five months now, and I enjoyed it a lot. Whether it be the hot tub in Killington or the Daily Wordle. Oh, he's really telling the story. (laughs) Um, You've become a part of every day that I look forward to. At this point in time, I don't think I can provide you with what you need. I want to see you date other people because I want to see you happy. I want you to be happy. I want you to see other people. Just with other people. <laughs> see, yeah. I want you to be happy with someone who's not me. He's acting like this is a note he sent after he died. Also, I, feel I like want this you is to like, move he's on. He's like signing somebody's yearbook. He's like, right. whether it was the trips to Cancun or <laughs> Spring Brown. Or Mrs. Smith's home at class. <laughs> We've always been really cool together. <laughs> Yeah, this is like he died at the end of uh, graduation senior year. Yeah. Um, I'm down to still play the Daily Wordle together because it's a highlight of my day, but if that is not something you're interested in, I totally understand. You, This is a guy trying to have it all. He's, He's trying like, to have I'm his Wordle. I'm down to be on the bench yeah, yeah. if you want me to be. Right. I'll be someone you can you know, talk to every day and not be in a relationship with, wouldn't that be great? You can text me after 11. I wish you nothing. Yeah, right. I wish you nothing but the best and I hope you know that I cared for you deeply and never wanted to hurt you. Is there another one or is that it? So go back to there. Okay. He was someone I really did not think would reappear so I genuinely was surprised. He told me, uh, oh, okay, hold on. I responded and that was that. I was so she sent this she responded that was that I was really bummed out about it for a bit but with the silence uh, ultimately came to respect that at least he knew what he wanted and was serious about it until last week six weeks later when I got the following text he screenshot too swipe right um, so he wrote back After six weeks, hey, I've been doing a lot of thinking and reflecting about us over the last few weeks and would like to grab a drink and talk about things. Would that be something you're interested in? Okay. 
He was someone I really did not think would reappear, so I was genuinely surprised. He told me to date other people, and I have been starting to go out again, but I liked him a lot, and I'm also just so curious. I'm torn on whether or not to hear him out because of what it might open back up. So I guess my questions are, do you think anything has really changed? Do guys just do this when they get nostalgic for something they had? What are the odds that we repeat the cycle in a few months when he refigures out that he's not looking for a serious relationship? Thanks so much, Ghosts of Situations Past. What do you think of this situation? So, I mean, you tell me how what, what happens from a guy's perspective. From my mm-hmm. perspective, you drew a boundary. He respected it. Mm-hmm. He sent you a nice message. He left you alone. Mm-hmm. And then he has followed up after marinating on this for a couple of weeks and made a plan with you. He didn't say come over at 11. Totally agree. He said, let's talk about this. I think it's respectful. I think it's nice. And I think that now you've been so honest. You did the smartest thing, which said, this is what I want. You're not going to give it to me. I'm out of here. You did it in a calm, rational way. And I think now it's not weird if you say... I told you what I wanted. Are you, are you ready to give it to me? Yeah, that's and that's the thing. The contract offer hasn't changed. It's mm-hmm. okay. And, you know, I'm sure she's scared because she's afraid she's going to, you know, enter into a contract that he wants that screws her over. Mm-hmm. But you've written out the contract you want. You have the line at the bottom of the page that says, you know, is Jordana on you up? Jordana has this great thing. Boyfriend or fuck off. And it's like, you've told him. I will be with you or I have to move on. Uh-huh. And you've slid it in front of him and he looked at it and he goes, can we just do the wordle? And you were like, no. Yeah. And you took the contract back and now you were adults. I think what you said is totally right. You were adults. You backed off and he wrote you a text that says, I want to get a drink. I think you got to hear him out. This is another contract negotiation. He might go, do you have that contract offer from before? Mm-hmm. It's kind of something that I've been thinking about and I... I, I want the wordle and the sex. Like, isn't this the dream that you tell a person you're not giving me enough and then they back off and they think about it and they're like, I think I messed up. Let's talk. This is the dream. This is yeah. what we all roll the dice for. This is right. why you walk away from people like this. What I don't like to see is you tell somebody this and then they they text you the next day. They send you a funny photo and then sort of you're just spiraled back into doing what you're already doing. Right. And this can happen still. You mm-hmm. know, if he says to drinks, hey, I've missed you and how you been and I just loved having fun with you and did have you played wordle lately like you, you if he's dancing around then he, you know he's not there to sign a contract right if he comes back and goes yeah i've thought about a lot about it i'm off the apps i want to give this a shot i'd love to like get to know you better and keep getting to know you and see how this can go that's the answer you're looking for yes not we're married not engagement you're just looking to be on the same page and it's the page you just left. You've had first date. You've had second date. You've had five months. Now let's see what month number six looks like. Yeah. And listen, I, I say this on the show a lot on our show. When we talk about ultimatums. I don't believe in ultimatums. But if you give somebody one, if the ultimatum is like date me or never talk to me again, like commit or don't talk to me, you have to be willing to stick to it. And you can only do it once. And it sounds so, like she stuck to it. It sounds like he came back around. And you've done the hard part, which is to lay out the boundaries. Yeah. Now you can just say... Hey, by the way, I still feel like this. That's all you got to do. You did the hard part. Yeah. And the other part to, you know, she asked if this could, if he might say he's not ready for a relationship again. Yeah, he might. Yeah. Yeah. You might get six months down the road, but you will have been a year in. And a year in is different than six months in is different than six years in. Mm -hmm. All relationships can end. That doesn't mean you don't give it a shot. It would be weird for somebody to make 
plans ahead of time with you just to get together with you and be like, hey, just remind you, I don't want to date you, but we could fuck. Sure. I, 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 it would be, I, it'd be weird. It would be odd. But it, it, to say it hasn't happened is not true. It's happened. Uh-huh. And it would also be odd for him to get back in a relationship a week later and go, oh, my God, I, I just <laughs> I was just lonely. It wasn't this relationship. I've done that. Could happen. We've all done that. Well, yeah, That's absolutely. happened before. So jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. Raina Greenberg, thank you for coming on. Thank Fantastic. You, Everyone go follow Raina at Raina.Greenberg. Go, go, go. Get involved. Girls got to eat. Vibes only. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. Keep sending them in. jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.